Good evening, Milwaukee. You are tuned in to 91.7 FM at WMSE for Local Live. My name is Aaron, joined by Cal Roach. Good evening. Good welcome e- back. Good evening. Uh, welcome back yourself. <laughs> Feels weird being back. Yeah, um, I've been here the whole time. I know you have, and you were ill, ill in too last week, so thanks for filling in for uh, Mead Lake's Most Wanted. It was a fun one. Yeah. Um, tonight we, we're bringing you a little metal flavor. Yes. Just the uh, the perfect follow-up to George Harrison, to Three Hours <laughs> of George Harrison, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, perfecto. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know we've got a lot of metalheads tuned in right now. I'm really stoked to hear these guys. I haven't gotten to catch them because they're so darn new. They've just been a band for, uh, I think, the, the past year they they formed. So. Yeah. It is Acanthropus. And uh, Jim Becker on bass, Noel Chandick on drums, Joe Getze on vocals, and Jerry Halpa on guitar. And uh, their style, uh, you see it referred to a lot as blackened death metal, like it's a, a type of cuisine, which I don't know if these guys necessarily use that terminology. You can get kind of crazy with the terminology in metal these days, uh, but it's definitely kind of a that hybrid sound of, of death metal and black metal. And uh, this this debut EP that they put out, Twilight of the Vanquishers Reign, um, it's it's really got it stands out in terms not only of just the arrangements, but also the technicality of the playing. Which I guess, considering you've got members of Northless, Ara, Concentric, Subjugation, uh, kind of leading lights on the local metal scene, you expect quality, and uh, and you get quality. And the nice thing about their EP is it's it's produced really clearly. Uh, unlike a lot of black metal that gets kind of a lo-fi production quality a lot of times you can really hear uh, everything coming through the guitar melodies and and the precision of everybody Um, so really nice work on this debut EP I must say I'm looking forward to hearing them play this stuff live yeah and it's uh, called Twilight of the Vanquishers Rain released uh, it's out on Bandcamp Um, back in June that was their first show was uh, their release show at Frank's Power Plant is awesome um so yeah i'm really really excited to hear these guys play um i've long been a a fan of northless and these guys have also been in our population control and like you said concentric etc etc and uh my first introduction really delving into black metal i I have to admit i'm not uh, my chops are not honed on black metal totally but until the light takes us came out a few years back the movie you have to see it even if you're not a metal fan it's just for sure it's uh, like it's, there's nothing like churning at guitars it's so cinematic uh really confident really aggressive and just really really nothing else comes close to it so i'm really excited to hear these guys so let's get uh going with our little thank yous for uh those who sponsor local live on wmc and make this program possible we'll be back in one moment Support for WMSE comes from Hi-Hat and The Garage on Brady. The Garage and Park House Patio are open for lunch every weekday with a new menu and daily features. Hi-Hat opens for dinner and cocktails at 4 p.m. More information on Facebook and at garageonbrady.com. And big thanks to the Hi-Hat Garage. And without further ado... 
WMSE brings you live on WMSE's local live music from Acanthropus.
human scum. My name is Odorus Yorongas, lead singer of Guar, and I am listening to 91.7 WMSZFM because Sleazy P. Martini told me to. Thank you very much. This is Joe Wong, host of The Trap Set, a show about the lives of drummers. Drummers are usually the least interviewed members of the band, but they often have the most interesting things to say. From world-famous superstars to unheralded geniuses, The Trap Set features the life stories of the artists that laid the foundation for some of the greatest music ever created. Listen every Tuesday at noon, right here on 91.7 WMSE. All right, we are back local live on WMSC with Acanthropus. We have the guys in the studio. Hello. Hi. Hi. Get, get close to the mics. And, Hello. Uh, yeah. You, you guys are all brushing up your radio voices. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, you want to go around and say your names and what you play? I'm Jerry. Play guitar. Uh, Joe. Vocals. Noel on drums. Jim on bass. All right. All right. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. Uh, doing a little bit of research on your your band name and discovered that it was based it, it derives from a name of a snake called the Death Adder, which obviously your song title of the first song on your EP and the mm-hmm. first song you guys just played. Um, I was wondering if anybody's like a snake aficionado in the band. <laughs> <laughs> is that just a cool sounding name? Well, we like uh, snakes as much as any other metal people probably, <laughs> um, but. Uh, it's it's a little nerdier than that. It's uh, based on the video game Golden Axe. Oh, uh, the the final boss in that game is uh, called Death Adder, and uh, in in the course of the games, he he kills like thousands of people. So figured that would be a more interesting uh, lyrical take on the black or death metal genre than the typical stuff that goes around. Um, I know that uh, being a video game, it's probably easy to sneer at it, but to me, it's it's as entertainment entertainment valid as say your Tolkien or whatever it's it's all just however you consume it and interpret it sure especially with how advanced video games are nowadays I don't know well, that this one is pretty in particular, old this but, is uh, a 1987 oh, okay. <laughs> oh wow yeah, okay when, um, Jerry presented the concept to me I vaguely recalled playing that on six-pack oh uh, yeah for Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> yeah when I was maybe like seven or eight wow Old school. So, uh, who out of the the four of you are the best of the video game? Who's Probably the champion? <laughs> yeah, I kind of do a weekly video game thing, so I have a little more practice than most. But for modern games, maybe Jim. I don't really do yeah. a lot of the modern stuff, but I like the uh, the RPS or uh, RPG like tactical stuff, like Warhammer and <coughs> things like that. I don't. I I generally don't go through all of the like latest releases but certain ones I'll uh I'll grab I'm trying to think of like a good single player one that's come out recently unfortunately mm. I can't think of it it's any. not Warcraft is it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um black metal you know I, you guys kind of call you call yourselves black metal 100% or half season well uh, th- this is where it gets a little difficult because there's people that are protective of genre lines you know mm-hmm. I don't want to step on anyone's toes by calling it one way or the other um, it's probably more in the black and death metal realm um, like strict black metal is a little uh, simpler in terms of arrangement and it has a little more of a concise um, form of communication this is a little more like progressive so uh, 
it definitely has the tonal qualities of black metal in in the the melodies of the guitars and the vocals uh but it's a little more arranged like death metal where there's a lot of riffs per song and the arrangement kind of tells a story over the course of several minutes and and it doesn't really repeat as much okay i mean it's still it's still telling a story and it's like very uh cinematic i guess to you know for lack of a better description but um you know your titles even at the precipice of devastation it's all like really cinematic uh would you guys ever consider composing a film score have you have you composed a film score uh no that that's a little (coughs) beyond me um i kind of know how to play guitar and that's about Mm -hmm. it um, I could probably write out things for other people to play if if that if it came down to that. Um, I play in a band with uh, Nick Elert who does film scores. That's way more his cup of tea because he has a much uh, stronger scope on uh, all of music than I do. I'm more of a a metal guitar player guy. Okay. So I mean, you could definitely hear that. I like video game melodies, you know, in, in the stuff I write. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's about as far as it goes in terms of, like, a huge, like, soundscape type of thing for, for a big production. It would be cool, but I have a lot to learn about music before I would attempt something like that. Yeah, you probably. just write it. just write yeah. an entire <laughs> album score. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys were, like, going to maybe pick a film to score, what would you each really want to like oh. if you had you wow. know, the like capacity existing to film? sure yeah. yeah anything that exists um troll hunter yeah <laughs> i haven't seen that i heard it's really good it's amazing it yeah. is good yeah i well, like that movie being a drummer i guess um antonio sanchez just did oh uh the the movie Birdman had a film score that was all just drums by antonio sanchez that was really really awesome otherwise i can't really think of a film that me as a drummer could do but that's one reference i have for an actual film score done by a drummer should have won a grammy but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh it deserved one yeah yeah it's great i will add too that the live version of acanthropus is without the guitar leads so you're not hearing all of the melody <coughs> that can that's in the music so people who might say oh this doesn't sound like you know majestic black metal mm. or anything like that but they're missing some of the more yeah yeah so if, if you're a guitar player at home and hearing this and want to <laughs> give it a shot feel free to contact us <laughs> right. fill the second guitar spot we were gonna All ask right. that at some point during yeah. the interview like you know a lot of metal like is about harmonizing guitars so mm. yeah if you're in the recording studio it's easy to do when you're like in pro tools or whatever and just yeah. layer guitar lines but if you're by yourself i could see you wanting to do a horror film score i'd be I've, interested i thought that, about actually. it a long time ago well we uh, jim and i did a band called concentric a while ago and we did a concept record on the five stages of grief um and that was the, that was a fun thing to take like a singular theme and then develop the five parts uh individually and still have it be like a cohesive thing so that's kind of close to the the whole movie idea um so like concept records are something i really like to do but as far as like uh, interacting with what's on a screen that would be really fun, but also kind of a an undertaking. I'm, I don't know if I'm quite ready for it. it would be cool. It would be like, cool. Like it follows that had um, it was like Chip Tunes uh, a disaster piece. Yeah, I think did all of the the score for it follows. And, and that's a really dreadful movie, but it still has like a video game sounding eight bit mm-hmm. soundtrack. Yeah, mm-hmm. and somehow it works. Yeah. So there's definitely room to attempt something like that. Well, but there's a as lot for of... now. I'm probably going to keep making 
records in my bedroom and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a lot of crossover with the metal and the chiptune type of stuff going on nowadays too. Like yeah. The, uh, yeah. Well, once you start Nintendo uh, Core or whatever you want to call it, there's a, a I'm not actually sure what the origin of it, but there's a a band called or a project called Eight Bit Mayhem, and hmm. it's just eight bit versions of like classic black metal songs. <laughs> oh, I would, I'd like to hear that. Yeah, they do like Transylvanian <laughs> Hunger and and uh, what else? Just yeah, any kind of like conventional black metal like yeah. classic song you can think of. They've they've done <laughs> a lot of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a parody project, but mm-hmm. it's still amusing. Yeah, I mean, you could probably hear a lot of the melody, maybe even a little clearer and something like that mm-hmm. when it's all completely compressed out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't take ourselves too seriously, right? you got to yeah. be able yeah. to uh, break it down mm-hmm. like that. Um, right. So you guys kind of did your release show, you released the album on the same day as your first show, right? Was mm-hmm. that, that's how that went? Was that kind of a plan just to like unleash yourselves with this magnificent like first <laughs> unveiling or was it just how it, storm how it worked out yeah. that it just yeah. happened to be wrapped up quick enough you know or maybe just we didn't get offered a show well I approached <laughs> I, I approached the rest of the guys to, to piece the album together for me I originally just wanted to make records because I know how hard it is for people to commit to doing live uh, bands and everybody here is in multiple bands um, but we, we finished the record and we were all uh, really happy with the result, realized we had a really good thing on our hands, uh, so we decided to make it a live thing. And uh, I think it's really good to, uh, when you when you do your first live show, to have something for people to take home and remember what they saw. Um, so, you know, it's it, it might, I'm not saying it's amateurish to do it the other way, but uh, there's plenty of bands that have been bands for, you know, months to a year and don't have anything out on the table for people to walk home with. So, uh, I think it was pretty cool to just be like, "This is who we are. This is what what represents us." You know, taking our take it home if you'd like. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, not many bands actually do do that, so <laughs> you guys are true. a rarity. So, well, thank That's you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, the, the themes of your your album. What are the base themes that you kind of drew on when you're so, writing everything up? <coughs> Jerry told me to work within the parameters of Golden Axe, which I had to re-familiarize myself with. I'm glad um, he didn't stick to it, by the way. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> and I, I felt um, silly being literal about it, so I just kind of took, like, the general, you know, kind of themes that apply to the typical black metal ideas of, you know, war and, you know, heritage and, and paganism. <laughs> and I <coughs> there's a lot of talk of, like, vengeance and, you know... Um, Retribution, which is kind of applicable to the Golden Axe story, but um, I tried to make it as vague as possible so it didn't come off like cheesy. It, it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not not cheesy at all. Um, you, you know, Cal pointed out this is one of his his things. Uh, he said your song titles seem more in line with Viking metal or some other more epic style. Not That's typically. Kind of what it, I was thinking associated. like Amana Marth a little bit. Yeah. Like. Uh, he wants, yeah, he wanted to know if you guys listen to a lot of stuff from all over the spectrum. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a connoisseur of all the discipl- disciplines of black metal. I, I love, in particular, pagan black metal. That's what I identify with the most. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah and we, we get into the Viking stuff as well. Um, so, you know, pretty much if it's well-composed metal, chances are we're going to enjoy it regardless of the genre it belongs to. Um, we, of course, have our favorites, but... Uh, yeah, we definitely have been listening to Viking and or any kind of extreme metal for many years. What about like other disciplines, like all across the board? Is there something that you guys listen to that people would be shocked at 
hearing this type of stuff coming from you that you that you also listen to i listen to basically everything um only the only type of music i don't i'm not very into is country but i mean even there's there's aspects of it that i can appreciate but i I won't go out of my way to listen to it Mm -hmm. um but yeah everything jazz uh, i really like jazz uh, classical um i know that you you've done a a few different projects where you're drumming for uh yeah yeah i mean i think it's not saying you guys are doing this or that anyone really does this, but it is a weird idea to say, like, if you like metal, you must not like other kinds of music or something, because that's that's something I've experienced with people where, um, you know, they'll find out you like metal, and then all of a sudden you're the, you're the butt of a thousand jokes, <laughs> you know, concerning being a metalhead and whatnot. But, <coughs> uh, yeah, I listen to all sorts of stuff. I love jazz fusion and, like, weird instrumental music. I play in a couple different bands in Milwaukee that aren't metal at all. Uh, one is Painted Caves. I play in Population Control, and they're like a punk thrash band. Um, and being an acanthropist is something that is super rewarding for me because I've always been into extreme metal, but haven't found my way into something this extreme. So it's uh, it's definitely a test of, especially the drumming is a test of endurance, and just all the changes are just rewarding for me in, in a way you know so when you when you go to practice with painted caves do you kind of does ali look at you like oh quit hitting so hard <laughs> you know <I'm> just, <laughs> it's funny how do you ali transition actually, he nurtures some of that a little bit like he um he will say like put a little bit of that metal attitude in there you know? <laughs> i don't know if you could do only a little though yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, then sometimes he'll, you know, if I'm getting too into it, he'll look back like, I didn't say be metal, just, just <laughs> give me some of that energy. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, it is also uh, rewarding to, um, to have that, you know, from different bands and band leaders and musicians be to recognize that you can do certain things uh, differently because you've exposed yourself to being in different bands and actually hanging out with different people in different musical scenes can really makes make it made me a better musician that's for sure well it's funny because it seems like within the past several years it's like black metal has become this thing that like merges with all the different genres like you it, you can mix it with anything like what why do you think it is that black metal of all the different disciplines like fits so well with other other styles. I think people many of us would like, actually probably strongly disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's had not, that pattern. It's fans of, uh, there's probably into the mainstream. Of yeah. People, and that that happens to everything that's been underground. Then all of a sudden it gets, you know, raped by every mainstream idea and they try and filter something that's unknown into. Yeah, you know, I, I think folk music is probably the biggest thing I've noticed creeping into black metal. Well, but that's that always kind been of been, yeah. I mean, if you look into, yeah. like, you know, like Bathory like and Burzum, yeah. that's always been the, you know, yeah, they've been this one, <laughs> logical bedfellows since, since its inception. It's, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, like, my philosophy on black metal is that it is distorted folk music. Mm-hmm. That's that's all it is. It, it harkens to the past, it harkens to the heritage and the earth and, and paganism, and those are, you know, pretty applicable themes to, to folk music. They just didn't have distortion pedals back Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so not necessarily right. shoegaze or uh, yeah. the other I mean, and that stuff's all acceptable. There's all, you know, there's always 
you know, an example of something that, you know, does black metal in some completely unconventional way that ends up being really good, but it can also backfire and be like entirely disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's yeah. all about like intention and tastefulness. I think. I think the yeah. main issue is that uh, it's easy to hone in on the superficialities of any genre and try to grab what's on top and throw it on to what you're doing. Um, and with black metal, you have that type of vocal style and you have the melodic minor key guitars and it's easy to say, well, I want that, but do it with within this genre. And that's all well and good, but that's kind of ignoring the depth of what black metal is or what death metal is or what, what each of the genres that you're pulling from are. Um, so you you can do it, and, and 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 like Joe said, as long as the intent is there, if you're if you're mirroring like what makes the genre what it is, and not what it sounds like, if right. it, it, then it, then it can work. Um, but for the most part, uh, it ends up being like uh, a disjointed marriage of styles that may or may not have a center together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's blurringly obvious when somebody that's been interested in other styles of music for their entire life just kind of start to dabble in black metal and you know it, it's it is a little bit of a trend right now and i, I hope it's on its way out because um, <laughs> i'd like it to go back to being unaccessible but uh uh i think it's really clear and obvious when somebody is just playing with black metal as opposed to when somebody like truly comprehends it and appreciates it for for the art form that it has been for the last you know slightly over 20 years any modern examples that are not local maybe hmm. that you can think of just because we don't want to we don't want to play that game well you know just any anything that comes to mind where you're just like no uh no thank you i can i think i think deaf heaven is probably the most like vile example of misappropriated black metal they're pretty wildly popular yeah i feel like there you go yeah Well, man, we we have just a little bit of time left to get you into your second set. We don't want to have you, okay? You know, not what was I supposed to? I'm I'm not (laughs) rushed through it, but you know what I mean. We want to give you enough time to uh, get into your groove. So you've got two more songs for us. Uh, One One, song. You got one. Okay. Uh, Is it called Black Son of Domination? That's the one. All right. Awesome. All right. So we'll get you back out there, and you're gonna play one more track. One more track, one more song for us. Uh, Cantherfest, thank you. Uh, we'll talk to you in a second after your second set. Be okay. right back. Don't Thanks, go anywhere. Alright, whenever I'm desperate to listen to something that I don't have in my record collection, I listen to WMSE Radio. This is Keith from Detroitson, and hope you tune in. Streaming WMSE from anywhere in the world is now easier than ever. From your computer, tablet, or smartphone, simply visit WMSE.org, click Listen Live at the top of the page, and away you go. Listening to WMSE anywhere and everywhere you may be. This is station manager Tom Crawford. As a community-supported nonprofit radio station, our listeners make what we do possible every day through their kind donations. We are extremely lucky and thankful for our members' continued support. Part of our mission at WMSE is to be a great community partner. Today is Giving Tuesday, and we would like to recognize some of our nonprofit partners. 
We are extremely proud to work with dozens of charitable organizations that focus on the arts, music, theater, and economic development, and many other sectors within the nonprofit community. For a complete list of our partners participating in Giving Tuesday, go to wmsc.org slash givingtuesday. Consider a donation today to WMSC or one of the many charities doing great work within our community. That's wmsc.org slash givingtuesday. All right, that's right. Giving Tuesday is almost up. And so is the local live. So we're going to get Cantor the... Candlefoot is back on the air for their second set, which is one song called Black Son of Domination once more here on WMSC's Local Live, Candlefoot.
Martin Atkins from Pigface, and you are listening to WMSE 91.7 FM, Milwaukee. It's actually one of my favorite stations. So buy us a beer. <laughs> buy us a beer. WMSC's acclaimed weekly segment, Local Live, is now available as a free downloadable podcast, conveniently side-by-side with all of your favorite music podcasts over at iTunes. Listen to each week's edition of Local Live after it happens every Tuesday night and absorb some of Milwaukee and Wisconsin's most creative, complex, and charismatic music, stories, and personalities. Go to iTunes and type in WMSE to find Local Live as a podcast, along with other great WMSE podcasts, including The Disclaimer and Trap Set with Joe Wong. It's a little bit funny, this feeling inside. Not one of those who can easily hide. I don't have All right. If only there was a camera in this room. <laughs> that webcam one of these days. Yeah, these guys uh, had a nice Elton John moment. Um, a canthropus. You're back in the studio, and uh, we're going to get into one of the bands that influenced you. Do you want to give us a... a a name and a track and CD. Whose pick was this, by the way? Was it a collective well, pick? Jim. Jim's the one that mentioned it, but it's funny. Like, like I think we've all sort of individually thought this band had a lot to do with the sound. Okay. Yeah. And who is that? Uh, it's Abigor. Okay. And uh, the song was Fire Syndrome. Or have you played it yet? Uh, someone has in our um, oh playlist oh. system. It popped right up. Gotcha. So, so it, uh, the Fire Syndrome. Fire Syndrome, and it's off of Fractal Possession, which is, um, I think, came out like two thousand six. It's old, yeah. yeah. It's old. It seemed new at the time. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have any of you guys seen this band live? No, that I think they've never they, toured the states. Do they perform live? I'm not even sure that they do. They're uh, Austrian. Uh, kind of technical black metal, and they're sort of. I think they've sort of like pioneered that style of black metal because that's always sort of been. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Like they, black metal is technical from time to time, but they really take it to like a like a logical extreme. Okay. That other bands have not been brave enough to venture down. Well, sweet. I'm excited to listen to this. All right, so we've got Abigor with the Fire Syndrome, uh, Austrian black metal band. The album came out in 2006 called Fractal Possession. We're going to listen to the Fire Syndrome right now on WMSE. It's for people like you that keep it turned on. So excuse me for
stars bring a time when my secret can give you immortality. But when that time is past, those fleeting minutes gone, the secret is worthless. Until once again the stars unlock its power. The turning of the stars bring a time when my secret can give you immortality. But when that time is past, those fleeting minutes gone, the secret is worthless. Until once again the stars unlock its power. The turning of the stars bring a time when my secret can give you immortality.
finishes up WMSC's Local Live. It is two minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. You're listening to 91.7 FM, WMSC, Milwaukee Frontier Radio, a live and listener-supported broadcast of the Milwaukee School of Engineering, where it is 43 degrees and fair skies here in uh, Milwaukee. We just closed up the set and the show with Abigail, the fire syndrome, and that comes from fractal possession Canthropus. <laughs> Why don't you um, tell people where they can find your tunes? Tell people <laughs> if you have any shows coming up, all that good stuff. Uh, it's just um, canthropus.bandcamp.com. Um, <coughs> if you want to spell it out for me, because I'll probably blow it. The band name? <laughs> yeah. A C A N T H R O P H I S, I think. I <laughs> <laughs> think you're right. Yeah, I yeah. didn't look at anything when I said that. So, <laughs> uh, and oh, we have, we a, have show a show. Yeah, um, January fourteenth uh, at Quarters with Pig's Blood, and uh, a band from Minneapolis that I'm, I can't remember the name of, and maybe other TBA. <clears throat> Sorry, under the weather. Um, but yeah, that's the only show we have uh, currently booked. Um, probably do <clears throat> some more throughout the year, but we're also gonna. <clears throat> God. <laughs> yeah, we're also gonna try to start writing for a <coughs> full length record. Pigs Blood um, is another Milwaukee band uh, made up of guys from a bunch of different bands as well, and they play really great. Uh, I would call it death metal. It's yeah. like traditional brutal yeah. death metal. Well, maybe not brutal, but yeah. It stands brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Just from the name. It would have to be, yeah. Well, sweet. Well, we're excited to hear what you guys have coming up next. Um, just one release under your belts, so yep. we're expecting more. There will be more. Soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. Awesome. It's <laughs> too much fun to play to not That's have right. more. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot for coming in, guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks a lot. For appreciate us. it. And uh, thank you, everybody out there in Radio Land, for tuning in to tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio, recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf and Cal Roach and is engineered by Billy Cicerelli. Hospitality for Local Live artists provided by Cedar Teeth Pizza, who can be found online at cedarteeth.com, Anodyne Coffee, who can be found online at anodynecoffee.com, and by Sprecher Brewing Company. More information at SpreckerBrewery.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit WMSE.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live. Or come down to Club Garibaldi as it's the first Tuesday of the month. Yep. We're doing our special holiday show. Yeah, last year we had um, Mark Waldock and friends, and this year we're having... The, the mighty, mighty deer lick. Reindeer lick. Reindeer lick. Oh, <laughs> I got to keep that in mind. Yeah, they do a pretty <laughs> boss a year, cover of... Once reindeer lick. What is it? The U2 song. Um, never... You know, you're the U2 fan. Bullet, Bullet the, the Blue, Blue Sky. Sky. But they call it Reindeer in the Sky. <laughs> you have to, You have to see this live. It's <laughs> pretty epic. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to really expect, except I'm sure it'll be festive. Uh, yeah, for sure. They're, those guys are always festive. So, yeah, 2501 South Superior. You have to be 21 or over to attend. Uh, it's free and open to the public, so doors open at 530. Hope to see you at Club G's or just tune in uh, to 91.7 or uh, stream live at wmse.org. Uh, Bob Midnight is off. 
I am going to be sitting in and play some tunes for you. So uh, hang tight because I've got lots of good stuff heading your way. And we'll see you next week with the local live.